fellow Zeros. Thank you for tuning in to Zeros Talking Heroes, the podcast that people used to think was funny. Nope. This is a good one. I'm your host, Joe, and I've brought along four other sorcerers with me to talk about Doctor Strange with you this time. We've got Matt. The only podcast that can walk down the street that can walk down a street with an infinity stone around its neck. Sequel? The only podcast where the warnings come after the spells. Corey? The only podcast that can beat a river into submission. And Frank? The only podcast that draws power from the dark dimensions. Dimension. Honorable mention goes to the podcast that has come to bargain. That's almost the one I picked. (laughs) Good job, Frank. That was a good one. I would have been so mad. That would have been awkward, because, like, who gets credit for that one? Nobody. Nobody (laughs) decided last week. Nope. I'm sitting in the car with them. We're going to Five Guys, uh, Matt and another co-worker. And uh, I was like, shit, no one came up with that. But I don't will mention that. I thought it was too obvious. I I figured the Infinity Stone was right up our alley. I like mine. (laughs) You should. (laughs) (laughs) No, that was a good one, too. I thought right away. I was the first one in. I was like, I like this one. I think I had a good shot. wasn't meant to be. It wasn't. I'm sorry. Thanks for taking the crown from sequel again. No problem. It's fine. I have two. It's keeping the crown from sequel. That's true. (laughs) I earned it back at some point. Joe's got the belt, and sequel just holds it for him. (laughs) I'll hold it for you, boss. I'll keep this warm. So before we start talking about Doctor Strange, let's tell you what we've been watching. Corey, what have you been watching? Despite what I promised myself, I have been keeping up with The Walking Dead. I told myself that I would never watch it again because I thought that cliffhanger was class A horse shit. Um, but obviously I had to watch episode one just to just to see who it was. And now I'm quickly realizing that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is obscenely good at everything he's ever been. And Negan is the best thing that happened to The Walking Dead in at least four seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, it is, he single-handedly is bringing that show back from the brink for me. He's been great. He's incredible. He transforms every role he's in. He's almost unrecognizable half the time. Like, the episodes he's not in, you're just angry. Yeah, I just, I, honestly, I turn them off. I, like, I get, like, 15, 20 minutes in, I was like, okay, so this is going to be all about King Ezekiel, I'm tuning out now, and I go to my phone and start playing Clash of Clans or some shit. But if he's, if he's in the episode, glued. Frank, what about you? Um, I'm just keeping up with The Flash and uh, a couple of his CW shows. And that's basically it. I don't really have time to do anything anymore. Understood. Matt? I'm uh, I'm just keeping up with Rebels and, uh, I'm just so so busy. I don't have time to do anything, you know? Yeah. (laughs) Sounds about right. (laughs) And I also watched Warcraft for a secret reason. (gasps) Cut that out. If they follow us, they know. <laughs> Which is none of them. No, they're people. Caleb knows. Caleb knows. That's it. And sequel. I finished The Flash season two, and then I started this podcast as like a mystery mini series called Limetown. I think it came out last year, but I'm like five episodes in. It's really good. Check it out. Hmm. Sequel's making some killer faces tonight, guys. I really wish this was a video cast. <laughs> One day when we do the live show. Yep. Doing a live show. No. One day. Calling in sick. <laughs> Hi, Mom. <laughs> Mom, don't watch me on TV. And uh, I finished our season four and Flash season two. And also, I watched some Bob's Burgers because that show is amazing. That show is so fucking I good. watched a new one right before I came here. There's a new new one? The one that came out last Sunday. There's a new season? I don't know. They're still making episodes. Okay. 
Holy it shit. was on Netflix. There's five new episodes so far. That is cool. so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. They're consistently great. <laughs> and that's what we've been watching. Let me tell you guys some movie facts about Doctor Strange. It's a new release movie from Hello. this year, 2016. Thank God. Mm-hmm. I missed these. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. That was Welcome Back, Cotter. You could have backed me up on that. Were you, were you born then? When no. that show came out? Mm-hmm. I was asking Frank. <laughs> when that show came out? <laughs> Welcome Back, Cotter. When you were still a nightmare Cotter. in your father's head. <laughs> Cotter. Sorry. <laughs> Doctor Strange was directed by Scott Derrickson, who brought us The Exorcism of Emily Rose, The Day the Earth Stood Still remake, Sinister, and Deliver Us from Evil. Wow. That is a super, super horror movie heavy Yeah, very interesting. Repertoire. uh, Yeah. I wonder why they decided to go with him. Yeah. I actually don't hate The Day the Earth Stood Still. No, that was was a pretty good movie. I've only seen the original. Really? Yeah. It's the other so one stars great. your boy. I know, but I heard it was really, really it's bad. It's way better than the first one. It's not bad. Well, it was made like 80 years later or something. Yeah. Uh, I, not, not accurate. <laughs> Exorcism of Emily Rose isn't bad either. I saw that. Like, I liked it. For Exorcism movies, you know, they, they're all the same. There was like a three-year period like, where like 70 Exorcism I know. <laughs> and that, you know what, though? And that was the best of them. That, that was Exorcism of Emily Rose was definitely the best of them in my yeah. opinion, so. The starring cast is... Benedict Cumberbatch, Chiwetel Ejiofor. Nailed it. <laughs> Rachel McAdams, Benedict Wong, Med Mickelson, and Tilda Swinton. The budget for the movie was $165 million. The gross so far has been $331 million. Think they made some money. Yeah, we'll wow. go. A little bit. Good for them. I did not think it did that well. I mean, for a movie I mean, that's, that's so that's off worldwide. the beaten path, yeah. Yeah, I know, but, but yeah, that's... Still- well, I mean, you gotta think everyone in Britain saw it, because... Uh, yeah, you're right. Because they're all cumber bitches. That's <laughs> oh. a professional term. Nice. I learned it on SNL. I'm a okay. cumber bitch. And you lost all credibility with the last sentence. Uh, he said it himself. I learned it on that one. The scores... Oh, die. <laughs> Rotten Tomatoes has this movie at a 90%. Certified fresh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Wow. <laughs> Sequel, get off your goddamn phone. <laughs> Try again, take two. Can we clap? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> the moment's gone. Forget it. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 90%. Certified fresh. The audience gave it a 91%. IMDb has it at an 8 out of 10. Metacritic has it at 72. And the user score on Metacritic is 8.3. Is 72 for Metacritic like 90 for everybody else? Maybe. Seems that way. That's crazy. Metacritic's always like the lowest, consistently. But I feel like we get 72, 73 a lot. I think we do, too. Isn't Metacritic, like, aggregating its sources from everything? Yes, So that's probably why, because it's pulling in from less reputable sources as well as as reputable ones. Everything evens out in the end. Troll kingdoms and stuff. And that's all I have for Doctor Strange. So let's get into talking about our general thoughts about it. Frank. Um, I actually really enjoyed this movie. I thought it was fun. I didn't feel like there was any break in the action, which was a good thing. I thought the story was pretty good. Uh, the villain was not as good, but it was definitely a new, a new step for Marvel. I felt like they really did pretty, uh, a pretty good job with it. Sequel? I really, really, really want to like this movie a lot more than I do. I like the acting. I love the visual effects. I wish I saw it in 3D. It reminded me a lot of Inception, the way buildings moved and bending matter is really cool 
But I, the story, I, th- I had some problems with. I thought it was pretty predictable, also. And uh, yeah, the villains par for the course of Marvel. I don't think we're ever going to get a good villain ever again, unless Loki comes back, and hopefully Thanos is good. But um, yeah, it was good. I wanted it to be better. Corey, I'm going to mirror what sequel said. Damn it! I mean, no. <laughs> what I'm going to say is, I I left this movie wanting to like it more than I did. Like, I can't put my finger on what it was about the movie that I was like meh about. Like, the acting is great. Like you said, the visuals are great. Villain, whatever. Scratch that. Um, everything about it was good, but there's just something I'm missing, and I think it might just be that we're hitting a saturation point where we we expect these crazy, incredible movies. We expect Civil War every time, and we're not going to get it. So you end up leaving a little let down. At least I did. I don't dislike the movie by any means. Don't get me wrong, but I just... I wish I liked it more than, than I do. Matt? I thought this movie uh, did exactly what it sought out to do as a palate cleanser for the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole. It was a totally different speed than all the movies we're used to. It was in a totally different space than the movies we're used to. It introduced a whole new aspect of the Marvel Universe, and I thought it was very well done. I spoke to uh, a big fan of Doctor Strange and got his input on it, and he gave it big thumbs up. So, um, I thought it was very good. What about you, Joe? I also thought this movie was very good. I saw it twice, so you can tell I didn't hate it. The acting is good, the visuals are good, like all you guys said. The villain, kind of weak, but who didn't expect that going in? He's gonna fight an evil sorcerer! <laughs> yeah. Because Marvel villains mirror the hero. <laughs> wow. Also, I'd like to point out that Corey called Civil War an incredible movie. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll <laughs> gladly take back what I said ori- like originally. I mean, what you're... Civil, civil action-wise, what we got for it was incredible. I still think the story, story has some problems, though. I retconned my score like a month ago. I know, I just like to... Yeah, you wanted to drive it home. I got it. That's fair. So, that's going to do general thoughts. Spoilers now. From this point forward, if you've not seen Doctor Strange yet, which is actually a legitimate possibility at this point... You don't want to know what happens. Stop the podcast now. Go see it, and then come back. We actually, this is a free podcast. If you have a ticket stub, so it's perfect. Yeah, just send us, you know, just a send picture us of it picture to our of Instagram. It and we'll give you the free podcast. Yep. <laughs> Imagine if it did. You're right. We're going to charge them for it. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> 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 well, their credit card information's on that ticket stub. <laughs> we win again. And we're back. That was long. That was a time lock, Joe. <laughs> right. Who's got something? <laughs> I, I, I like how this movie possibly sets up new possibilities to what the Marvel Universe, as a, uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, can like contain. And I think bringing up like they brought up the multiverse, right? I'm sure it mm-hmm. happened they a said it like times. 15 times. Yeah, in this movie. Easily. I just wanted to make sure we're, yeah. we got it. Um, and that's just kind of at first I was like oh, I don't really want that to happen, but now I'm kind of excited because like you can do anything. You do, like, Spider-Verse, you can make basically whatever the fuck you want. Because Marvel prints its own money, and it's good for them to try to do this. Yeah, I don't disagree with that at all. I also think that something that hadn't really come into my head that both of you guys, Matt and, and Frank, have brought up already is a really good point in that it is different than what we're used to. And I guess that is a good thing. I guess 
you know, I, I'm a creature of habit. I, I like things to be the same. Every time I get a new leased car, leased car, it's practically the exact same car, just a model year younger. You know what I mean? So it's it's hard for me to actually kind of break through and be like, we need something different. And then once it's there, I'm like, yeah, we definitely needed something different. And this is it. I mean, it follows the same pattern, but does it even if it's just at a different pace? And that kind of changes up what we're expecting. So that's a good point. I'm just going to throw this out there. Out of the first movies for the superhero developments, like Iron Man and Captain America the First Avengers and Guardians of the Galaxy, I think it's right up there with Iron Man and Guardians. I think it's one of the better ones. Anybody disagree? No, I, I mean, I liked it. I, I'm not putting it on Guardians level, and I'm not putting it on um, Iron Man level because of just the sheer... Differences? But, uh, yeah, but I understand what you're saying. Like, I really liked how they did it, and I did think it was different the way they accomplished things and the, and the way they presented things. I think you can make an argument for, like, the top five or six MCU movies that for, like, number one, and you won't be wrong. Like, you, you can point that out about almost all of them. Um, as far as origin movies go... I don't think it's as good as Iron Man, but I have that as, like, my number one MCU movie of all time until something else better comes along. <laughs> but, um, uh, I would have it, like, fourth, I think, behind Guardians, Iron Man, and, uh, Ant-Man. Like, Ant-Man was good. Yeah, yeah I forgot yeah, about that. Good. <laughs> it's a good movie. I don't know where it fits in my top ten yet. I really don't. I, I'm going to need to see it again. I think that that's the thing. I think I really need to see it again to kind of figure out where where I want it to be, because... They're just they're, again. I I can't put my finger on it. I can't put my finger on what's missing, and it might it might just be the lack of comedic relief. There wasn't as much comedic relief as what we're used to. There's there was an amount, but there was there's very was quick some, little ones. The quick little ones, like him stealing the books in the library. Yeah, that was great. Him trying to get the guy to laugh, and then eventually the guy coming back and laughing. The cape, I the cape, it. the cape was great. <laughs> but beyond that, I like. It was so Harry Potter like. I was like, Matt probably loved this sequel. Love this. Whoa, sorry. <laughs> Wait, we talking about Matt or sequel? We Co- both loved it. <laughs> Cover's blown. <laughs> I'm out. Ninja vanish. <laughs> Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, I would. I'm going to make the argument that there's they didn't attempt too much comic relief in this movie. That's one of the few gripes I have with it. I feel like it got annoying to me at certain points. Just yeah. like that's interesting. They tried but to give Doctor Strange too many zingy one-liners or witty snaps, and I was like, just no. You tried this. You have problems with zingy one-liners. They tried blending Sherlock into this role a little bit, I think. I didn't have a problem with it because he was full of himself and... No, yeah. He was an asshole American doctor. Yeah. And then the flop was everything we wanted. Yeah. But then that goes back to my... If they did it to a point where it's too much, then for me, they just whiffed then because a bunch of those lines, those zingy one-liners, I could tell that they were zingy one-liners, but they weren't funny. They were just... More zingy one-liners. It didn't. No, I agree with you. They weren't. That's that's. They oversaturated. I feel like. But But they also hit didn't. Yeah, they didn't stick. And they they whipped on a bunch of them. I would agree with that. And like you said, this was like a palate cleanser. I feel Guardians was Marvel's palate cleanser, and I think this movie really tries to be Guardians in a bunch of different ways, which we'll get to. I don't think it just didn't hit the mark for me. I I don't put this in Guardians. I would put it in the same space category. at all. They're setting up a whole other cornerstone of the. Not, not even that. I'm just saying, like, I, I'm just saying, like, I yes, I understood that he did some wit and some funny things, and the things that he did, he continued to do. It wasn't like he tried different, like, you know, with Guardians had all these different 
hysterical characters doing all these stupid things. He had one trope, which was, I'm going to try to do this one thing, and if it doesn't work, I'm going to keep trying to do it because it's the only fucking thing I have. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's always there's always a quip here and a quip there because that's how Marvel is. Mm-hmm. But he had the one thing, I'm going to try to make this fucker laugh because I can do this. I can't do this. I'm going to keep trying to do this. And it wasn't like Guardians of the Galaxy where you have the weird Earth expressions and the hugging and the blah and this, this that, and the other thing. What that's, do you mean by that? With Guardians? No, the the, the, or the hugging, the expressions, and the this, that, and the other thing. With with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, you have um, Quint, uh, Quill trying to like use Earth oh, things. Convey and, yeah, human yeah, emotions yeah, human to emo- a bunch of yeah, okay. Earth emotions to people who don't have any concept, and they're like, what the fuck? Well, I get that with Doctor Strange, though, because he's assimilating himself into a whole other culture, mm-hmm. and he's trying to get these people to like appreciate his humor. Yeah, I don't know. I, di- I didn't see it as the same. I think maybe this movie lost a little bit of magic because it's supposed uh. to be viewed in 3D. <laughs> yes. Hey. It's almost... This movie was bred for 3D, for sure. And I think that's something that might be missing. Possibly, but does anybody else here have the problem where, like, if the 3D movie is, like, a little too intense, like, their head starts to hurt the longer they're watching yeah. it? I sat down in the theater and within five minutes turned to my girlfriend and was like, Thank God we did not see this in 3D. Like, she's bad about getting the headaches. I don't... It just, generally doesn't happen to me. But within the first five minutes, I was like, I I would have walked out. Well, that opening sequence alone was that like opening sequence so heavy was, in it. Yeah. I was like, there's no way I would have been able to handle this. It's just too much too early. And I loved the opening sequence. But that in 3D would have broken me. Actually, I think when the Ancient One is... Showing him the first time before he rejects him, that whole journey through space and time he takes. Yeah, that thing was sick. Oh my god, in 3D, that would have been hmm. yeah, a lot. This is the first time I can <laughs> honestly admit I would have been like, oh boy, I don't know if I can handle this anymore. Speaking of that first time when he gets ejected and like goes through like all the universes, anybody else think that that was very reminiscent of when um, Ant-Man goes... Whatever subatomic. They, subatomic. Yes. It looks so Ant-Man-y. Looked very, very much like that final Ant-Man scene. I loved it. It was good. No, I thought it was cool looking. But, again, you're starting to find things where, like, Marvel's like, oh, this works when you're doing something like this, so let's kind of do that again. Not that it was bad, but it was it just super reminiscent to me. Anybody catch the roadie reference? Yes. Okay. Was it a roadie reference, it was or was it, a, was it a hammer reference? What are we? What are we talking about? Are we talking about the when he got into the car accident the and he was getting the guy? cases? Yeah, that's the debate See, on the internet. right Yeah, now. I saw. I, I think it was the hammer guy. It. Yeah, the who? The guy uh, in Iron Man Two when the the company Hammer starts coming out with iron suits mm-hmm. and Tony shows their footage. He shows a guy in an iron suit and he's spinning left to right and he spins all the way around. And you hear him scream out in pain, and then finally the guy from Hammer like unplugs it and goes, "That man is eating solid foods again." <laughs> like, so I'm I think it's that guy. It could also be Rhodey. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm not saying it's not Rhodey. I'm just saying I, I think it's that. I'm going to assume it's Rhodey just because of how like close the movies are. I feel. But like, I also do like both. I like both. Theory. I feel like Rhodey's off the map, but that's just me. I would say Rhodey also because Iron Man Two is pre Avengers. Mm-hmm. They reference the Avengers in this movie, you know. Right. So I think it's Rhodey. Okay, That's I mean, it could be. I mean, they mentioned plenty of the Avengers Tower was in it. I mean, they said Avengers at least twice. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I think the director gave an interview, and like 
about when this movie takes place, and he was very vague about it. He goes, oh, it's not like the latest, but it's before this and after that, so it's tough. But I, I think it was meant as a roadie reference. Hmm. That's just me. I'm okay with it. You? I watched a video, actually, about all the Easter eggs and stuff in Doctor Strange. They talked about that reference. Mm-hmm. And the guy who made the video says, he thinks the guy from Iron Man 2 probably just died. And he, uh, they said on the, in the description in the movie that he's 35 years old, and Rudy's older than that in Civil War. Like, mm-hmm. he's like oh, 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's mm. true. Huh. Hmm. That's a good point. Maybe it's none of them. It's possible it's none of them. It's there's, just, there's just no way, yeah. though. Like, with what they were talking about, broken back from using a flying machine. Is that what they said? A flying suit? Something, something like armor. Right? Yeah, it was like Experimental yeah. armor. Experimental armor. Yes. So, mm. it has to be something in... I'm still going with the hammer guy. Stick with my gut. That's fair. We don't have answers, so... Exactly. Go cool. with whatever you want. We'll never know. Maybe some, Maybe Kevin Foggy will say something. <laughs> I'll come out hope. and say it. Hey, this is what we meant. See you later. Going back to Marvel Heaven. Basically. Spot on Kevin Feige. Thank you. I hung out with him. I thought, uh... Liar. I thought Tilda Swinton did a great job in this. She got a lot of heat, and they Marvel got a lot of heat for casting her, for, like, Hollywood whitewashing, right. like, prior to this, and no one's talking about it now. Right, because I heard they released the other candidates for the role. And they're all... And they shut up, because the other candidates Keanu, were... Keanu, Nick Cage. No, the other candidates <laughs> were, um... Oh, God, what's his name? Um... What's he from? He's from, uh, Bulletproof Monk. Chow Young Fat? Yeah, Chow Young Fat. I would, I would see um, that. Um, Morgan Friedman. Oof. And someone else was, were, were all, like, for the ancient one, and she got it. And it's like, guys, shut the fuck up! <laughs> 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 like, I get it, I know what you're trying to do... But shut the fuck up and just let them make their goddamn movies. It's gonna be good. Just watch the. Movie. Yeah, just shut up and watch the movie. <laughs> God damn it! I um, think you you have you have a stronger argument if she's bad in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, but, she, but but she's not. She's fantastic in it. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I, I mean where I stand on the whitewashing in Hollywood is is neither here nor there. But the fact of the matter is, Tilda Swinton is remarkably good at. Damn near everything she's been in, and I had like as soon she actually made me want to see this movie more. I wanted to see it. I thought Benedict Cumberbatch was going to be good in it, and then when I saw her, I was like, "This movie just got kicked up to a whole nother level." I only know her from three movies, including this one: Constantine, Constantine. Constantine. What's the other one? The Beach. <laughs> <laughs> see, Tilda Swinton did nothing for me Stranger to see this fiction. movie. They said they're having a Doctor Strange movie, and I went, "Great." I can't wait to see it. She was just like, and they the said picture, Tilda right? Swinton is it, and I went, "Great, that, that's fine." I Maybe. mean, I've seen her play Gabriel, so this is just another thing she can do. Sequel? Would you have liked it more if they used wands? Because I like Harry Potter. Yeah. No. I'm glad. You, I'm glad you, you pur- pursed that out for the audience. Um. No. Would that have made you happier? No. I guess okay. there's no wands in the source material, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> they do hint on why we as laymans would think that there would be wands in the magical universe, though. Because they're constantly talking about how there's some magic that's so powerful that it goes into mundane items, his boots, the relics, relics, yeah. So it's completely possible that Merlin's wand was just a relic. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Assuming that Merlin was a thing in the universe. Which, I mean, based on Marvel, he probably is. I can't think about him off the top of my head being in something, but... Morgan Le Fay is a is a character in Marvel, so I imagine he is as well. So, 
Speaking of relics, Cape did steal the show for a lot of us, yeah, yes? Ca- I mean, Cape was funny. The Cape was unabashedly comic relief. Yeah. Yes. But more effective in a lot of ways. Yes. Like him, the Cape pulling Doctor Strange back to the, the, mm-hmm. the weird thing on the wall. Yeah. Which was of the axe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Don't yeah. The axe. <laughs> which is also fucking awesome. When, when he throws that on him, and like when yeah. it does like its thing, that was so cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was that was probably one of the funnier parts of this movie. Mostly yeah, because but, yeah, I like the relics. That in the library scene. Yeah, the library scene I thought was was hysterical. Honestly, this is a movie where I need subtitles because there's a bunch of lines that I know I missed because either either I wasn't focused in on what was said or it was just like an accent or something. But I needed subtitles. I feel like most of Benedict Cumberbatch's work I need subtitles for. I don't know. Like His Sherlock, Sherlock, just... I gotta rewind every like ten seconds. Well, that's because it's British, right? I know. Yeah, I don't need something. Shut the fuck up. No. <laughs> I watch it sometimes. <laughs> Show's coming back. Anyway, you guys talked a lot about the visuals. Did you like the? Because there's a lot of heat on the inter- internet about the uh, Inception visuals. Like people are like, "Oh my god, Inception! They ripped this from Inception." Well, Did you guys feel like? I mean, there might have been some influence, but... Yeah. There's definitely influence. It wasn't, like, ripped. They didn't rip it all. I mean, if it works, right? So yeah. they used it. I don't it's know how fine. many ways you can make a city-changing look. Yeah. I mean, every time we see that, are we both just, like... Are they, should they have paid homage to uh, Inception in the credits? Well, it's like, either Inception or, or Harry Potter. The staircase is moving. It moves very similar to that, too. Yeah. We had the, the bending and the things twisting, and they're running on them. I wonder though if it's not as big of a deal if it's the only thing. You know what I mean? Like you're 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 seeing that like they're not, you know, like I said, the going into alternate dimensions looks like Ant Man. The buildings moving looks very Inception. It's like what's original here? Like the story is original. He and what they're doing magically is original, but the larger, grander effects that we're looking at seem to be recycled. And I don't know if there's... I can't blame them for it. What else are you going to do? You have to make a city twist and contort. How else do you do it? I understand that argument, but I wonder if it wouldn't be as big of a deal if it was one or the other. It's tough to do anything original these days. Yeah, that's exactly right. And you're absolutely right. And, like, when I was watching it, I instantly thought of Inception, but it angered me. I was like, oh, I like Inception. This is going to be pretty awesome. And it was. I wish I saw Inception in 3D. I didn't even know that was an option. Was it? I don't know. I saw that in theaters like five times, though. Wow. The movie's good. I love that movie. It's one of my favorites. I've never seen it. You have to see it. I keep I heard Man Max was in it. Yep. (laughs) Tom Hardy. Yeah, he's in it, but he also has another guy, Tom Berenger. Um, So, since we were talking about relics before, I just want to know, what house does uh, Doctor Strange get sorted into? Uh, Definitely Ravenclaw. He says Ravenclaw. I say Gryffindor. No. Absolutely wrong. You're totally He's a show-off. No, he's not, though. He's uh, safe. This is seriously a discussion we're having right yes. now. Yes. <laughs> Even if it was a show-off, Gryffindors are... The thing about Gryffindors is that they're brave, not that they're flamboyant and show-offy. He's not brave. He doesn't want to fight. The no, minute that he's told he has to fight in a war, he's like, hold on. Peace, I'm out. I just want to get better. Not only does he not want to fight... When he's before he gets his ability, he learns his craft. He doesn't want to take on a hard case because he's afraid of failing. Yeah, that's that's not a Gryffindor. Ravenclaws are the are right. super right. studious ones. They're like logical. They're like, yeah. all right, if this is wrong, I'm not going to do so it. So then that's him. Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. It is decided. <laughs> I love it. 
Glad we got that. Hey, man. We can't do an episode completely wrapped around magic and not bring up Harry Potter at least once. I mean, I'm going to bring it up again. Uh, Does everyone like the magic the way it's portrayed? Where it's like a wet... It's like It's like sparks, but they're liquid. Mm -hmm. Because that's what Harry Potter does, too. It's... I don't know who did it first. Like, Harry Potter did it first that I can remember, but I don't know if someone did it before that, and they were like, yeah, let's do that. Because it's just, it's not bad, it's just weird. I liked it. There's two things that we have to, to think about here is, one, what did the source material do, and I don't know. Yeah. I don't, I've never, source material's just, never picked up yeah. a Doctor Strange comic to know what, mm-hmm. how they made it look in that. I mean, technically speaking, we would, unless it's in the source material, we have to assume that Harry Potter did it first, because it came out first, came out before right. this, yeah. uh, for obvious reasons. And three, what came out first, Harry Potter or the first Lord of the Rings movie? Because the Balrog's fire whip also yeah, but, has that same type of feel. But that's straight up lava. Okay. You know, that's what I'm saying. Okay. Like, that's straight up lava, so I... Do, I but you know what I'm saying? Like, think about the scene with Harry Potter and Voldemort. It's just like... It's like coming off in, like, buckets, and I'm like... Who said this well, is how magic looks? You know what I thought? Yes. And we're sitting with three of the biggest Star Wars fans that I know of. Yeah. He's making a lightsaber out of his hands. Yes. It looks like Kylo's ghetto lightsaber. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I like the way the bad guys had the bent had bent uh, light. Mm-hmm. Like, is there thing? It was like a shading of bent light. Like they turned light into glass. Yeah, and then it? the and then the good guys had like the the force like uh, mm-hmm. um, prisms or whatever it was. That was cool. I love the finger image. But I just wanted to know because I asked like I have a Doctor Strange fan friend, and I asked him. I said, "How'd you like it?" Because he's not a Harry Potter guy, and he liked it. So okay. I let him. I let so this means it's like, nothing like Harry Potter. No, it's a lot like Harry Potter. It's just he has no frame of reference because he doesn't Harry Potter. I have to admit, I didn't really think of Harry Potter that much during the movie. I constantly said Harry Potter. I, I every time he did something, I just went... Just I thought like, more... Right and the rest of the theater was like, stop. <laughs> Please, we're trying to enjoy this. I'm like, sorry, I'm trying to enjoy Harry Potter too. I mean... Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Harry Potter in America. No, that's coming out later with Eddie Redmayne. Shit! That's right. It's Harry Potter and the Jurassic Park. <laughs> Pretty much. I can't wait. I took so few notes on this movie, guys. I I really liked what they did with the bad guys in this movie, and I'm Do you mean their interested to hear what you guys think about it, because you guys didn't. There was a bad guy. That bad guy became a non-starter, and then he didn't fight the big bad. And I thought that was very interesting. Well, he... Did uh, that's a great scene. Oh, take it, Joe. Go. Well, he—that's how you fight in a weird realm where things don't but, happen and take place. Right, but like, I would never call that fighting. He didn't fight. He, he outwitted him. Right. Yeah. He dance off, bro. Yeah. Exactly. That's another Guardians <laughs> throw. It was with humor again, but I liked it. Uh, I thought it was hilarious. It was funny. I admit. It was funny. It was funny from an like an outside perspective that we think it's funny, but to them it wasn't funny well, because he was dying over and over and over and Dormammu was just like, fuck, I'm seriously trapped here. Did you like the way Dormammu looked? No. He looked no, like he looked awful. He looked like no. the bad guy from Spawn. But <laughs> apparently that's how he looks. So they did really? Tomorrow. Yeah. He looks shitty, like they drew him shitty in the comics. But yeah, I mean, that's what I heard. Yeah, mm. Corey, you've had your hand up forever. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> no, it looked whatever to me. Um, 
But as soon as that scene started, and I realized that that's how he was going to outweigh or beat the big bad, he becomes Sisyphus. That's all. Which is, like, almost the, like... Oh, okay, so Sisyphus is <laughs> the a Greek legend of the guy who's punished to perpetually push a rock up a hill. He For the rest of eternity, he Sisyphus has to push a rock up a hill. Okay. So that's what happens to Doctor Strange. He has to push the rock up the hill until... How do you pronounce it? Dunam- Dunam- Dormammu. Dormammu. Dormammu decides to bargain and let it go. So, like, it, it's, it's... And it's honestly, in my opinion... It actually separates Doctor Strange from every other hero we've seen. He manages to win in a way that none of them ever have. That's exactly what I mean. Like it's 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 special. It's honestly a little special the way that he does it because he doesn't need to actually physically beat the. Because he couldn't. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't. He doesn't. He doesn't need to punch Bucky enough times that Bucky gives up. He doesn't need to destroy a, a person who has a bastardized version of an Iron Man suit. Like you, he needs to figure out a way to defeat something that's indefeatable. Like, you can't actually defeat him. You can only make him see it your way and move on. For now. For now. Yeah. It did say never come back. Right, but... <laughs> but um, <laughs> who's to say that it's never... Are you, are you implying is not a man of his word? <laughs> yes. <laughs> not the a evil, of his word, yeah. The evil god that runs an entire... Just a tire, all entire pseudo-dimension? Yeah, no. He's supposed to look like Ghost Rider, right? I'd like a flaming he, he skull? Cut, yes. More or less, yeah. Okay. And he did not no, look like Yeah, that. he looked like Galactus. He did look a lot <laughs> like Galactus. And for a second, I thought he was Galactus. I'm like, I've never heard of Galactus called Dormammu. What the fuck? I remembered Galactus was like a cloud. Yeah. <laughs> right. Which is worse. You know what I'm saying? So like, what worse. they did to Dormammu is way better than what they did to Galactus. Yes. So we can all agree that. I guess for me with that final encounter, because you, you can't call it a fight. It's very clever. Right. It's an he, encounter, exactly. What, what he comes up with, very clever. But I was waiting for, like, the, what was going to happen next. Like, I thought it'd be Did a... Did you want him to punch Dormammu? I don't understand. I don't know what I Did wanted to happen next. I wanted something to happen next instead of him coming back saying, okay, we're good. He's gone. <laughs> <laughs> well, the other option, the, I mean, the other, the other feasible option was for him to just continue to turn backwards until prior to the fight starting... And try to do that fight over again, and try to actually run through the sequence, and that's where I thought that they were heading. And then, you know, the bad guys, like the zealots, I guess is what they end up mm-hmm. calling them. The zealots kind of do the weird turnaround and break the space time thing to actually be able to fight. So it was kind of cool that everything was moving backwards when they were fighting forwards. I thought that was kind of cool, mm-hmm. but I expected it to just kind of go back till the building is completely up, and then they have to run through the whole yeah. process again. And hope for the best. But I thought then they were we would have gotten known Dormammu. Right. Huh? And then we would have gotten known Dormammu, and yeah. then they would have wasted all that money for and, no reason. And that's the thing. Yeah. Like, the movie leaves, and we're in a shittier shape, a shape than we left. Because all the sanct- sanctums fall except New York. And Hong Kong. Hong Kong. No, Hong Kong fell. Hong Kong did not get put back together. Because he stopped. Because he stopped. Oh, yeah, right. He stopped He's, mid-explosion. Oh, right. It still blew up. He stopped going backwards to go onto Dormammu Which, to become Sisyphus. Right, exactly. So... It's not like he stopped, they broke his rune or whatever. Yeah. He just kind of paused it. He stopped going backwards. I think I would have been fine if Dormammu never showed up. See? Then the I movie think, has no point. Right, see, but, I feel like if Dormammu had never shown up, you guys definitely would have more to gripe about because 
it would have been just like every other Marvel movie, which is bad wizard, good wizard, fight each other. This was bad wizard, good wizard, fight each other. Oh, wait, bad wizard has a boss? I'm just going to go hang out with his boss and fuck his shit up. And it was a totally, like, mind fuck for people who, like, don't see it coming. Yes. Now that you say it just like that, they pulled that from the start of the movie. The first thing that happens in the movie is what's-her-face from The Notebook... Rachel McAdams. Yeah, Rachel McAdams coming into Yeah, you were, you ain't lying. <laughs> Rachel McAdams coming in after um Strange comes out of the operating room is like, yeah. I need your advice. She went over the guy who said mm. declare him dead. So they actually uh, wow. That's funny. I don't think I don't know if it was intentional and that oh, it's definitely didn't intent- dig for it's it. It's definitely intentional. But I'm just thinking about that now. That's actually That's really true. cool. Do you get what I'm saying? Do you know what I mean, Frank? Kinda. So the first thing in the movie. Right. Rachel McAdams goes up to Strange and is like I need your opinion on this guy who has a bullet bullet wound in the head. And then he, like, looks at him and like, oh, shit, runs over. And then her direct boss was like, he's an organ donor. I'm going to go and harvest. And then Strange walks up and says, ha, not, not today. Right. Okay. And then he goes. So what Matt's saying is that Strange now has to do the exact same thing at the end. Like, he could fight this guy, this little guy, but it's like, wait a minute, this little guy is controlled by that guy? Well, fuck this guy. I'm going to go right over his head. Boom. Cover your watch. Cover your watch. Yeah, that was really cute. Like, that was, like, the cutest thing in the movie when it was like, the watch is all I have. And you're like, dude, come on. You and these watches? Because they made a big deal of those fucking watches in that awesome drawer. And then you see what's on the back of the watch, and you're like, oh, wow. Well, it's all a time thing. I mean. Oh, wow. Motherfucker has a heart. Look at that. Which is ridiculous. It's a wonder why he was given an eye that, like, that's a clock. Right? No? Okay. It, it was from Christine. The yeah, no. Okay, yeah. great. I'm saying Go ahead, Joe. Some time. <laughs> I have a problem with that inscription. Right. Because the whole time he's like, we're not even friends. We were barely lovers. Right. Who inscribes a watch to someone that feels that way about your relationship? I don't... But he... He but, was angry. No, I get that. And, but he, like, and, and what he thinks about their relationship doesn't necessarily no. reciprocate the way that she feels yeah, about she, him. Yeah. She may have just been more infatuated with him than so he So that before. says so much more about her, then. Yes. All right. She was so forgettable for me. She's going to be with, like Natalie Portman, Liv Tyler, forgettable Marvel love interests we're never going to see again. <laughs> no one's going to miss. She's supposed to be... She's going to be in Infinity War, and you bite yeah. your tongue right now. You miss Rachel Liv Tyler? Every day of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Every day I miss Arwen one more moment. It was her best role ever. That and One Night at McCool's. <laughs> Those are the only two movies she should have ever been in. Armageddon? No. She's unnecessary in Armageddon. She was pretty good in the wedge. Throw some gripes. Let's hear them. Yeah, I can feel some gripes. I still got more positive. Well, more oh, positive. Go, go ahead, motherfucker. Come the on. scene where he's trying to get his life back together and what the collection of scenes and get the dexterity back in his gotcha. hands to stop from chopping shaking. Best scenes in the movie for me. It's so humanizing and it's like he's such a high and mighty guy and then he just comes crashing down and he's trying to and everyone's abandoning him. It's I loved it. I really I wanted more of that. As depressing as it sounds, and I know it's depressing stuff. It was just great filmmaking, to me. It was real. I would agree. It felt it felt real. Here's my question uh, to the table: When Strange throws the weird um, trap on uh, the guy from Casino Royale, Casilius. Sure. <laughs> the guy from Casino Royale. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, his name is hard to remember. Casilius. Um, and he gets, like, locked up, and then he pulls the mouthpiece off so that he can talk to him. Did anybody notice... Yeah, kind of. But did anybody <laughs> notice that, um, 
Cassilius is crying the whole time. Is that because the magic affected like his eyes so that he was constantly in a state of tearing, or was he just so passionate about serving the dark dimension that it brought him to tears? I thought he was so passionate about what he was doing that it brought him to tears because he wanted to stop death. Yeah, because that was my thing. I was trying to figure out as it was happening whether or not it was an effect of using the magic or if it was just proving that he, while in the wrong, still is fervent in his belief that he's right. Villains are heroes of their own story. Mm. And that means a good villain. You're not shaking your head about Cassilius, that's for shit sure. <laughs> Cassilius. Do we like Cassilius? As a character, his mm. story arc, his predictable trope of the bad pupil... What story arc? He was weak. His story arc is he's the best pupil the ancient one has ever had, and then he goes evil, just like Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren, yeah. Um, Anakin, um, Tai Lung from Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> <laughs> we hit the full spectrum. <laughs> All right, guys. Good. Great. Good night, guys. <laughs> um, Christopher Walken in Balls of Fury. Hey, you know what the oh, thing is? Nailed it. <laughs> nailed it. The the problem with with him is that he, I guess the real thing is that he discovered the, uh, what did they call it? Sorcerer Supreme? Is mm-hmm. that what they called it? Um, he discovered the truth behind Sorcerer Supreme and decided that he wanted to use the same power. And she said no. Right? Like, that's kind of the whole crux of this movie, is that he was told no one, so he decided to be a petulant child and run away. See, the difference is I thought the way she was using it was different than how he was using it. Of course it was. Well, he's but, summoning Dormammu. Right, right. She was just using it to extend her life. Yeah, she until like, she found a pre- until she found somebody to take over after her. Right. Essentially. Which is super funny that she didn't realize that it wasn't going to last that long anyways. Yeah. Huh. Because when she astral projects, she sees the same scene. She's like, I can never see past this moment. Oh, so this is where you die. Yeah, clearly. <laughs> so, like, she knows what it is, and she still doesn't realize that all of this extending of her life doesn't do her any good. Because she doesn't prepare anybody to take her spot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Strange gets thrust into the heart of it because he put an infinity stone around his neck. At the end of the day, that's why. It's always a strong move. Probably. That's why I picked it for my life. <laughs> Is this all of them? Have we now encountered There's every one, one of them? we haven't seen. We have not seen one. Okay, I yeah. thought so. I was counting uh, them in the theater. What movie were we going to get it in? Probably Thor. I think it's the blue one. No, the blue one's te- the Tesseract. Oh, dude. <laughs> I guess the green one? No, not no, the, the, not the, the green, green one. The green one we just There's saw. Nice one. We saw the we ether, which is purple. purple. Red? It's red. probably the red one. No, because... No, red. Was red no, no, red is, red is... Oh, yeah, that was from Dark World. Red is, red is red the ether. ether. Blue purple. is the Tesseract. Uh, yellow is Envision. No, that's uh, all five, then. Oh, no, there's six. six. There's six. six. Yeah. Wow. Durr. That was stupid. What's this, episode 25? Orange. 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 Avarice. Which is the stone of what? I don't know. Okay. It'll either be Guardians or, or Ragnarok. Or both. Yeah, I just have a comment that Great. was funny to me. The first time I saw this movie, the guy, a few rows of me in the theater, after they said, you don't want to walk around the street with an infinity stone around your neck, was like, oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Where'd so, you go? That was better than any joke in the movie for me. Oh, Where'd you go? God. Apparently he was uh, at the 1040 at Ron Konkuma, because that's exactly yeah. what I did. <laughs> he said... Not everybody walks around with an infinity stone around the neck. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> how I didn't get catch that? I don't know how I didn't catch on to it. My I, audience was like, ah, a lot of that. <laughs> my audience was dead quiet. 
No reaction. There's only like five no. people in the theater. I got claps for the opening Marvel s- sequence. I, I don't like, like how they changed it. I didn't like how they changed it. Me. I didn't expect Same, I don't it. Like it either. I don't know if I don't like it. I think I got to get used to it. But it was they recap the movies in it now. They're like they. It's yeah, all, it's weird. It changes all the time. I don't like it. It is. No, it's been the same. It always changes, like, what they're flipping through or something. But, but it's, it's always, always been just the same. been no, 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 What they're now, flipping now through is always the comic that yeah. they're doing. Yeah, mm-hmm. And now, what, now they're, they've made that, or, or I should say, the Marvel name is now permanently attaching itself to the MCU. Yeah. That's what that is. Because now, it doesn't, it doesn't matter about the comics anymore. It's about... Seeing Ant Man, seeing Captain America, seeing them all as they are portrayed in the MCU, which is how they're making money. Wow. I thought it's a bold. It's, I thought it was a bold move. It was. That was the first thing I noticed. I'm like, they changed this so much. <laughs> yeah, they changed like, the song too. And they and they added studios. I'm like, well, they, they had studios. Work. No, it was always just Marvel. I pretty. I thought they added studios like a they had while studios ago. in Civil War. I think. For sure. I know at some point it just I, had Marvel, but... I don't like the new music. Uh, yeah, no, I, I thought it was not movies. Marvel Studios movies where it just said Marvel for, like, X-Men and Spider-Man and stuff. I don't know if it's Spider-Man. I was humming it, and then it, like... Because the beginning kind of sounded like mm-hmm. it, and then I started humming it, and then it was not that. I was like, whoa, it's no. actually it's, it's longer, right? Yeah, 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 it's, it's longer? Yeah, it's which, is pro- which is honestly the biggest problem with it. Like, the best part about the, the start, like, the opening to the Marvel movies... Is that if you flip through those like bunch of pages, it comes out and says Marvel, and then boom, we're in. We are where the movie is starting. Yep. And now it's actually like fifteen seconds. I was like, what is it? What it? What, what? And then we get to see thirty-five characters that are not in this movie. <laughs> yeah. It's weird. My theater liked it. Big applause. I don't know because it was new or just because it said Marvel on it. No, probably, probably the latter. Yes. <laughs> just yes. 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 I like the. Uh, the mirror world. I forget what they called it. The mirror dimension. Yeah, the mirror, mirror dimension. dimension. I like because that that's how they explain how nothing that goes on here really matters because most of the time doesn't matter to they're the in the mirror world. plane when they're doing it. But I like that, I like that they brought that new world in because I like the um, subatomic one in Ant-Man, so it was like a new take on something. It's like something you don't see, you know? It's interesting that um, just like the warnings always come after the spells... Nobody decided to warn him that the bad guys draw their power from the mirror dimension before he puts them in it. After the fact, right? Yeah. Because that seems to be the trend <laughs> of this this uh, this group, putting the uh, warnings afterwards. Are we up to gripes now? Yes. Sure. Let's field them. Actually, before we do gripes, I want to know how everybody thought about the combat in this movie. It was lackluster. It didn't blow me away. It's a lot of, you know, it's a lot of him defending himself and running away to try to get a better position to defend himself again. He was always outmatched. Of course yeah, he was. Yeah. I'm, no, I'm, I'm just saying... I'm not, I'm, bl- I'm not blaming him for that, but that, that again, that might be one of them. Is like, you don't get the high-action punches that we're used to, because we're used to Iron Man and Captain America and even Ant-Man to some extent being somebody who actually is going into the fight, mm-hmm. and now you're looking at a guy who's like, I- I'm not ready for this shit yet, <laughs> and tries to run away, and that's... <laughs> Understandable. He's outwitting, but he, the whole movie is him outwitting them. I meant the. I meant in the movie as a whole, like just combat scene. Like the beginning's combat scene is awesome. Oh yeah, for sure. Pretty much anything where the ancient one is involved, I thought it was done really mm-hmm. well. She has little projectiles, yep. just you know, racing I, around, cutting people, knocking them into dimensions. It's crazy. Yeah, that was that was super fun to watch. She was cool. She was cool. And occasionally, when he gets the magic right, it's pretty good. I like that he used. He made a whip. 
And he basically used it to grab things and throw them into the bad guys because he knew that he wasn't going to be able to do anything with the whip. He was, like, throwing, like... Uh, I was just imagining, like, those things are, like, older than everything around him, <laughs> and he's just <laughs> tossing them into the Here, basket. take some relics. Yeah. Do you know how that works? No. <laughs> Aha, you don't, you don't know how to use that, do you? <laughs> Mr. Doctor, you don't know how to use that. <laughs> Mr. Doctor. Mr. Doctor. No, it's strange. A little bit. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> I suppose so. He had the best quibby one-liner for a bad guy, Yeah. in my opinion. I can't think of a bad guy that's had better ones. Anybody? In Marvel? In Marvel. Marvel. Like the, the, the could be like back yeah, and forth yeah, yeah. shots. The closest thing I can even come up with was kind of at the end of Guardians where he's like, what are you doing? Yeah, but that's even not, a, not, that's not even that good of a one. I mean, I would imagine Loki's kind of quippy. I don't really remember, yeah. but I Loki's think he's just... A, no, Loki just has awesome lines. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Just, really they, you know, um, I would say the closest thing would probably be um, Whiplash. I need my bird. <laughs> uh, I don't like Whiplash. <laughs> no, I don't like Whiplash either, but, off but he's got the... Out of all of them, he's the only one I would consider almost quippy. Yeah. But this guy... Th- but Red Skull's definitely not quippy. No. Nope. Bucky was not quippy. No. Nope. Nope. What about... Um, I can't remember his name, but the the villain from Iron Man 3. The Mandarin? No. The other one. The, the actual villain. <laughs> oh, well, he um, says he is the Mandarin at the end. Um, guy Pierce. Yeah, Guy Pierce's character. <laughs> he wasn't that quippy either. I feel like he was. Uh, I haven't I, seen that movie in a while. I can't yeah. just think of a line... That he said that was memorable. He, he might be, but I can't think of it either. So what? What we're saying is that we're in agreement that this guy is yep. the, has the best Quibby one line yes. in the MCU, and he had like two of them. So that says a lot about the MCU. Malekith, abomination. Ooh, abomination does have some quips before he was abomination for sure. Blonsky maybe not not abomination. You'd be an abomination. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, nothing beats Lex Luthor. It's gonna be your Tuesday. <laughs> okay, come on, bro. Ding, 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 ding. A little Batman in there, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that was all Batman. <laughs> Isn't that what Jesse Eisenberg is, though? No. Batman? I don't think so. Not even a little bit. All right, gripes. <laughs> lay them on the table. What the fuck all is right. your problem? Right. <laughs> um, the ending. Now... The whole movie, they're talking about the consequences of, like, changing time and all that. Do we see them at all? Is it okay to do? What the hell? We will see them. We haven't yet. Time rapes. I mean, (laughs) we saw the consequences in the fact that we now have a new big bad because of it. Mm -hmm. We all, well, Corey, we have a new big bad because of time. Corey didn't stay. Um, You're right. (laughs) Uh, it was very, very late. Um, big bad. Yeah. Uh, big. I mean, he's he's Doctor Strange's nemesis. Nem- nemesis. Yeah. Which I didn't know because I knew nothing about Doctor right. Strange. But then when I looked it up, I was like, oh shit! So it was pretty surprising for me. But anyway. Mordo. But um, I think that it had no. No, I mean, I I don't know. It's like the consequences will be dire, but you, you don't see him. It seems okay. He'd do it again. Strange point. Pattern. I mean, he will do yeah, it again, right? I'm sure. I just found it kind of odd that, like, he's the first one of his kind to, like, think of doing that because the consequences are so dire, but it turned out to be, like, okay. I didn't... He's turning an oven timer back. Like, <laughs> it seems obvious to me. I don't know. It's also that he was gifted enough to be able to use it. 
I don't think anybody else yeah, other than the Ancient One could probably have done it. But they said the relics choose the user, and the fact that the Eye of Agamotto let him yeah. do that yeah, is the, the that thing. The fact that, that Mordo and Wong were like so impressed that he was even able to do it, yeah. I don't yeah. think they're able to do it. Yeah. Sure. But did they try? It is forbidden. <laughs> okay, when... Again, going back to a different MCU movie, when Quill grabs that purple Infinity Stone, it damn near kills him. Strange literally took it off of the shelf, put it around his neck, and was like, kind of comfy, and like walked around with it for the next like hour. Like that's that's saying something about his power. Yeah, that he's able to just be like, yeah, like don't get me wrong, that case probably has some sort of right. also magic. To, also. Quill grab the stone. Yes, I don't. Yeah. Yes, and I'm saying that this was in a yes. in a case, and also that is the stone of power. power. <laughs> <laughs> this is the stone of time. Oh, if we're gonna just be super assholes about it, yes. Was it unlimited? Unlimited power. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. It had to happen. It's great. Do we have any other gripes? Like, I really... Like, that's the problem with this movie. I've like, got a whole page for, worth of them. I'm just reading... Because that was my thing. Is like, I, I couldn't come up with any in the theater. Like, as I was sitting there watching, I was like, I, I don't love this, but it's not a gripe. But then, I, I guess the other side of it was like, I don't love that, but I start, I think I like oh, it. I have a gripe. No one in hospitals gives a fuck about what's happening. That's true, all. too. You don't go into an empty operating room and just, like, it's, like, there. There was a guy, he ran into the hallway bleeding. The yeah. nurse is like, you can't be doing this. He's like, where is Nurse Palmer? She's over by the nurse's station. And then that woman doesn't care or tell anybody. <laughs> That's Hollywood hospitals. Let's be honest. Dr. Palmer? Doctor, Gr- yeah, Grey's yeah. Anatomy, all that shit. They all do that shit. That's just Hollywood hospitals. Now, when the projections Thanks, are, like, hospital. fighting during the surgery, they're banging shit, no one's running in and going, what the hell is that? No one cared. That's true. The only guy who cared was Nick, who got the free chips out of the vending machine. Love True. <laughs> he did. He got a hell of a lot of free chips. Oh, he's getting it. He didn't question it either. No, he's like, this is, my, this is karma. I, I, fucking dead. <laughs> I did like the astral projection fight, though. Yep. Yeah, that was fun. You're, you're, you're right, that's, that's kind of ridiculous that that happened, but it, it did give fun. us the astral projection fight, which was kind of awesome. And this is me being a nitpicky dick, because I have to be... I'm just going to say, because you are. Every episode. Nitpicky dick. Um, there's inconsistencies with the cape defending him. Of course. It just decides to. Fickle. Sometimes it takes plays off. Well, they said it's fickle. I don't... But it's... It's fickle... Fickle. What do you mean by, the, by inappropriate times? Yeah. Um, give me more. I, I need. Well, sometimes he's getting attacked and punched in the face, and the cape's not doing anything. And then other times it stops. Him. Other times it stops. Him. Is it possible that the cape is just trying to read the situation, like, oh, he can get out of this? Like, I don't I, know, yeah, or the cape's like, oh, he deserved that one. <laughs> well, not even that. But like, the cape can't fight all of its battles. Right. That, okay. and also human... they said the word fickle. fickle. Yeah, it says it chooses who it he, he wants. It said, ooh, that one's fickle. I gotta go back and watch it. I don't think they I, say it. I, I did think, say fickle. I think they they do it, say fickle, Yeah, they meant it into as, choice. as who the cape chooses. They're yeah, fickle about it. It's, it's particular. I think they didn't do it. I think they didn't have him block everything because then he's basically invincible if he has a cloak that blocks all It's his ultimate defense. Yeah, then we're watching the cape. No one wants to watch that show. I that show was great. <laughs> you shut your whore mouth. That's not I, I, how the cape worked, also. <laughs> in the cape. It worked a little bit like that. It would, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was a little bit like that. 
No, again, I this is me being a nitpicky dick. I guess it doesn't take no, 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 anything yeah. I just, I just kind of attributed it to the cape reading the situation and being like, oh no, this this minor guy he can probably handle. Oh no, this is the guy that's about to stab him in the face. Let me just kind of block that away. That's just kind of what I assumed. He only blocks Cassilius in a higher tiers than Cassilius, <laughs> rather. And then as soon as he, the cape realizes that the zealot is going to get the upper hand and is about to kill him, that's when he wrapped that's when the cape wraps itself around his head and starts bashing his head into the wall. <laughs> well, I know, it was funny to me in the movie. Was it? Yeah. Okay. I was having a grand old time with the cape. So you didn't stay for the after the credits scene? I mean, I stayed for the first one. and stay then the mid-credits. The mid-credits. The mid-credits scene. And then the after credits. I, I don't know, maybe I... My girlfriend even said, is that one at the end? I was like, I don't think so. I, it was... You always stay. I always... <laughs> no, but that's the thing. I do. I always stay. But it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Did anyone else get I up with work. you? Yeah, half the theater left. Yeah, lots of people left after the uh, mid-credits one, and both times I saw the movie. I don't know. I paid for the movie, so I don't want to go home and watch it on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? I'm there. It's another five minutes. It's on the big screen. Yeah, exactly. This was also the first time where the actual end credit scene fucking mattered. Usually the mid-credit one is the one that, like, sets up the next movie. I feel like like it's a 50-50. I don't know. I feel like it's a 50 50 split. In that. Guardians of the Galaxy, the end credit scene is him having a drink with Howard the fucking duck. Like, Right, no, exactly. And and because that's Guardians of the Galaxy, it's bullshit from the word go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> He'll be in Infinity War. But oh, I really like it. He definitely will be. Yeah. No, he will. He's, yeah. he's in the cast list. God yeah. damn it. Everybody he's Frank's favorite character. They need to kill War. half of the characters in Infinity War, otherwise, the movies will be unwatchable. Howard One War. fell swoop, too, like a building just crushes them off. <laughs> Done. B team, damn! <laughs> <laughs> fucking kill the A team. No, um, no, they're the A team. The kill the A team. If you can afford them, A-team. kill the A team and use the B team. <laughs> Howard the Duck, Falcon, Scarlet Witch. Uh, I like how Howard the Duck made A team. <laughs> yeah, the B team. It doesn't matter if it's no, not the Z team. He's he's out kicking his coverage. Yeah, really. <laughs> That's a sports reference, Matt. No, I fucking got it. I just didn't get it. I didn't hear it. Frank, you got any gripes for us? Hit me with one. Come on. I know you got one in there. They could change time, right? Sure. With the yes. with the the eye. Why didn't they I try to know. save the ancient one just like just for shits and giggles, just to see what would happen? She didn't really want to be saved, right? That she made it pretty clear. Yeah. And the whole big deal they made about doing it in the first place. Right. He only really did it when he realized that there was no other option. His option was do this and try to make a deal or we've lost. Yeah. And I don't even think he, he thought that far ahead. I think his thought was we need to go and turn it back to before the building collapses or it's So over. that this sanctuary will be thing, but then when, uh, so this sanctuary will not have fallen, but then he saw like Dormammu up there. He's like, you know what? It's really do. Here we go. Blue good do. We, we can, can too. I'm sorry to bring this up and you can edit it out if you want to, but okay. another bad pupil. Voldemort. Yep. <gasps> and I also I, don't like the way Dermot went. Don't even try to... to no, no, that one. no. I'm just saying, like, so we have a problem with bad pupils? I'm just saying. Uh, that it's was another one. It's yeah, a trope. Yeah, no, of course that's a trope. Right, but I was listing, like, five of them yeah. before, and we've yeah, mentioned fact. Harry Potter a lot today. A plus. And I just... What's one? Nimoy! <laughs> no, I just figured Voldemort would be... A, Harry Potter yeah. tie. I mean, we, it would have been good when we were doing the sorting hat. That's why I just thought of it now. <laughs> <laughs> Nimue. That's Merlin's bad pupil. No, that's his nemesis. Fuck you just said, dude. 
I don't know what you just said, little kid. <laughs> well, you're special. <laughs> I'm going to talk about the after credit scene while you think. Please do. Which one? The after credits. After credits or mid? The end credits. Mid after. Yeah, they, they have two different names. The one with Mordo. <laughs> yeah, gotcha, the one gotcha. that was actually gotcha, filmed gotcha. when they still were using real cameras. Okay. Just the fact that Mordo's a sorcerer. And he's like, too many sorcerers. That's stupid. Disagree like respectfully. He's a sorcerer, so he has too many sorcerers. Yeah. And he's doing sorcery as he's doing it. It's terrible. Um, it's it's called The Way of the Sith. It's, yeah, it's called Highlander. There can be only one. Like, it's perfect. It is Order 66. I can be the sorcerer. That is it. I think it's great. He's and I did not see that coming. I was like, what the fuck? It's not like Benjamin Bratt's going to like rise to power and overthrow you, dude. Let him be. He just wants to walk around. <laughs> all, the, all things are evil. He might Benjamin be... Benjamin Bratt? That's the actor's name. Oh, sure. Pangborn? Pangorn? Pangborn. Pangborn, Pangborn yeah. Weird. Do you have something? I was going to say the mid credit scene was awesome. Oh my god. Because it set up exactly what I hope is going to happen in Thor Ragnarok, which is they put Hulk on a ship and send him into space. Because that's what happens in World War Hulk. And Doctor Strange is a big part of that process. Yeah, he really pisses the Hulk off. No, he puts the Hulk out so they can put him on the ship and get him out of there. The Illuminati gets together and says the Hulk is too powerful to keep on Earth anymore and we need to get rid of him. Drinking competition between Corey and Thor. <laughs> Thor wins. Yeah. Thor wins. Thor wins. Thor wins. I, 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 um... Corey puts up a hell of a fight. <laughs> I put up a hell of a fight. It's the speed round that Thor wins. Yeah. As soon as his glass filled up, I was like, oh my god. It's like Corey on the podcast. Pulls out a bottle. Boom. Done. If you are an Alcoholics Anonymous and you wish to reach out to ZTH Podcast, it's not what I meant, but okay. contact Corey at ZTHpodcast.com. That is not an email address. Exactly. <laughs> that will get kicked back. ZTHpodcast.com. So that's going to do it for our discussion of Doctor Strange. We're going to get into reading it now. Here at Zero is Talking Here, as we rate each movie that we review using our patented Infinity Stone system, or patent pending Infinity Stone system. Either or, it really doesn't matter. So how it works is each one of us will give a movie a number of Infinity Stones, which is especially pertinent to this movie because we referenced one, from 1 to 6, 1 being the lowest score, 6 being the highest score, and if you give it a movie 6 stones, you have the option to include an Infinity Gauntlet as the highest of praise at your own discretion. And without further ado, let's rate it. Sequel. Damn. <laughs> I kind of want to hear what everyone else had to say first. Um, I'm between three and a half and four. Again, I love the visuals. I do have problems with the story, though. And I feel like people are a little too... Give a little too much praise just because it's Marvel. And it's so much better than the other side of the coin. So I think we have to hold Marvel up to a higher standard just because they are so good. So I'm going to go three and a half. Frank? I really enjoyed this movie. I can't wait to see it again. Um... I thought the acting was great. I thought the story was pretty good. Um, like we said with the villain, it's probably another new to villain. Visually striking, and yeah, I had tons of fun watching it, and I'm going to have to give it five stones. Corey? Despite me not knowing where I was going to land at the start of the conversation, the conversation definitely um, firmed it up for me. Uh, I thought it was good. Acting really carried this movie further than... It has in some of the other ones where, in a lot of the other MCU movies, the action can kind of carry it even if there are not the best lines and not the best acting involved. 
the acting really did help this movie kind of keep itself afloat in the time when there wasn't a lot of action, and frankly, there wasn't a ton of it in this movie. So, um, for that and the visuals that we get, I'm going to uh, go up from what I was originally going to give it and give it a four. Matt? Um, I'm going to give this movie uh, the rating based on how many Infinity Stones are in it. So, this movie gets a... You're lying. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I won. There was faces, people. You wish you were here. Sequel had no face, because he gave all his faces at the beginning, but... um, I would like to give this movie five Infinity Stones as well. I really enjoyed it. It did a great job of introducing an entire new aspect of the Marvel Universe in a way that makes sense and works with what's going on. Um, They tied themselves in without overly doing so. And I enjoyed what they did with the villain. It was very, uh, very outside the box. Very, um, very Dungeons and Dragons. What they did, and I liked it a lot. I think this movie was really good. Like I said before, I have very few problems with it. So it's pretty solid. Like you guys said, the acting was good. I really enjoyed the action and fight scenes that we got. Uh, minor side note about the acting: Wong stole the show for me. He was great. Yes, he was. Benedict Wong playing Wong. So, but yeah, this movie falls into Ant-Man territory for me. I have very few problems with it, but it's not substantial enough for me to give a 6 to, so it's getting a 5. Very good movie. Saw it twice already, would see it a third time. Wow. Preferably for free the third time. Well, did you really see it the second time, Joe? Yes. (laughs) I'm sad. (laughs) (laughs) Movie averages a 4. 4 stone, 1 shard. That's 4.5. Yeah, (laughs) 4.5. For those out, for those like John who are keeping track. And that's going to do it for a discussion of Doctor Strange. We did it, guys. We completed it. Now what we're going to do is go around the table and recommend what you should do in between listening to this episode and when our next episode drops. I'll go first. I'll let you think. Great! I'll go first again. I, rec- I actually referenced a video that I watched about the Doctor Strange e- Easter eggs. I would recommend that you check out the YouTube videos of the guy who made it. It's called Mr. Sunday Movies. He makes a whole bunch of YouTube videos, and they're really informative and funny. Corey? It's getting cold, assuming that you don't live in Florida or California or somewhere where it's warm all year long. Which some of you do. Which some of you do, and for those of you that do, you lucky bastards. For the rest of us that live in a place where winter actually happens, um, it's getting to that point where it's going to start getting cold. So, lace up your boots, put on an extra pair of sweatpants, and go for a hike. A nice cold hike through the woods... You know, winter hikes are nice, guys. I, I thoroughly yeah. enjoy them. It's kind of quiet. and Really didn't know where that was going. I thought he was going to say, just put on winter clothes. <laughs> just, just, put on a, just put on a flannel. Take a pic for daddy. Put it on the Insta. Send it on Instagram. No, god damn it, This guys. got weird so fast. So Recommendations to keep warm. Yeah, oh, there right. it is. No, go for a hike, guys. It's, it's, it's really nice. Like, walking through the woods in the middle of winter. It's quiet. Oddly quiet. Can I bounce off that Too quiet. Is it for your recommendation or just a comment? I'm just going to bounce off that and then I'll do my recommendation. Perfect. I want to go camping in Valley Forge in the winter. Yeah, let's do it. Because... I've got a connection there. America. Uh, Okay, my recommendation is if you liked this movie... Guys, stop me if I've done this before. If you like... Star Wars Rebels. (laughs) No, it's not. Although I wish it was. <laughs> if you like this movie, Harry Potter, and you like superheroes, and you remember the Super Friends cartoon from the eighties, uh, the RPG Academy just put out eight 
very funny actual play of a spoof movie of the Super Friends. That was one of the funniest goddamn things I've ever listened to. And it was pretty good. So they did a spoof of the Super Friends actual play. The Woo Super Friends. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So okay. if you've ever seen Super Friends, you know where it's coming from, where it's like bad guys versus good guys, and then they come together and fight and whatever. And if you like Doctor Strange, there's a Doctor Strange-like character. That's my recommendation. RPG Academy, Woo Super Friends, it was the Halloween special edition. Frank, what do you got? I'm going to recommend you guys check out the YouTube channel called The Slow Mo Guys. I I watch a lot of their videos. I think they're awesome. They have one that kind of reminds me of the portal uh, that he makes in Doctor Strange to go through. And what is it? Um, they take steel wool and they string it and then they light it on fire and then they spin it around. And for some reason, it just like gives like a crazy light show. It's really That's cool. cool. The fact and they film can, it in slow motion. It's the fact you can light steel wool on fire with a 9-volt battery is insane to me. Yeah. Still. But I, yeah, definitely check it out. I can break out. a guitar tuner with a 9-volt battery. I found that out. You can break? Yep. A guitar tuner? Yes. Not like like smash it physically, but make it not work anymore. That's interesting. My guitar tuner runs off a 9-volt battery. Well, when you put it in backwards, it destroys the guitar tuner. Nailed it. Okay. <laughs> talk. Don't do that. Don't do it. Right. Not yes. to your drum set, Frank. Yeah. <laughs> or your electric drums. Sequel. Log on to Netflix. Oh, find that movie that you've seen on Netflix every single time, but you've always skipped over. And give it a shot. Have Anchorman it. 2. <laughs> Blade. Just doesn't have, to be, doesn't have to be recommended for you. Just give it a shot, something you've never seen before. And then send us a tweet, if you liked it or not, what the title is. Yeah, please let us know what the movie was, otherwise we'll be so confused. Book, and if it's a comic book movie, definitely let us know. Yeah. Even if it isn't. I don't care. Wow. I don't discriminate. He's an he, equal he does, opportunity he does, movie though. person. He does, though. He just pretends not to for you guys. <laughs> Do I? Kind of. Your podcast you're, persona you're, is very you're, more you're accepting. You're a hateful <laughs> bastard. <laughs> Sequel discriminates, but does the other discriminate? <laughs> does the other guy? I don't know. I've never met him. Let's go into a weird place. Uh, is he a Jet fan, the other guy? <laughs> exactly. He discriminates. Last episode, guys. <laughs> It's fine, he won't be here next week. You won't have this guy to kick around anymore. <laughs> I'm going solo. <laughs> That'd be boring. So if you'd like to get into contact with us, let us know what you thought of this episode, any previous episode. Let us know what movies you'd like us to review. Tell us what kind of soup you like. I really don't care. <laughs> that you was so random. Right? Sometimes we want to know. I got Is a good deal on noodle? soup. I'm going to tell you about it after the podcast. Oh, Jesus Christ. Thank you. <laughs> Thank God. The first way you can do that is by sending an email to us, which we'll read on the air, zthpodcast at gmail.com. If you're going to keep it short, send us a tweet at zthpodcast. Send us pictures on Instagram at zthpodcast. Search for us on Facebook, typing Zero's Talking Heroes in the search bar. Or go to facebook.com backslash zthpodcast. And last but not least, please find us on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. And if you accompany that rating with a review, we'll also read that on the air. And we'll be really excited about it. Guess we didn't get any. We didn't. Okay. Also, Stitcher and Spotify. We're on Stitcher. Spotify is on Spotify is just fun. Next week, uh, we're going to have a special... Let's just say a special mystery episode for you. We're going to release. It's going to be slightly different than a normal episode. Uh, yes. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so thank you once again for tuning in to Zero's Talking Heroes. 
That's all for us now. On behalf of everyone else, so long. She can get it. Adios.